Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters. Awen, Mercedes has just poofed back into existence and craning your neck back, she has bitten down. <sighs> I haven't had High Elf in so long. Thank you. Did you even see me, Penny? I have seen you this whole time. I, I used all my spells. I used all the spells that I had, and none of them worked. How am I going to help anybody? I can't do anything. Awen, shall we play? You are now officially in a hedge maze. A flame-wreathed hand grasping a sand clock materializes, and the darkened grains of sand inside begin to spill into the bottom receptacle. Archdruid Waldo always used to say, you know, he had he had something to say about everything, and you know what? Where's Archdruid Waldo now? He's not here. I would like all three of you to make a wisdom saving throw. Great. Yeah. All right, then two. <laughs> Zero, come on. I bet you could beat me with uh, racing on the rooftops now. Everything in your being is compelling you to follow this voice. And so you do that, Penny. You follow. Enter three adventurers, one in the front running blindly down a leafy path, the other two in hot pursuit. Penny, you have just heard the voice of someone that you have not seen in forever, a voice that's filled with laughter and just beckons you to follow along. What's going on in your mind right now? I think Penny is just struck with a very strong feeling, like just remember remembering feeling innocent and just hopeful, which is something like she has not felt for a long time. She's just thrown back to that feeling when she was like seven or eight before she really was really taken advantage of and really understood how she was being used, um, where she found her lifestyle fun and it felt safer and it felt more adventurous um that's how she feels as she's following this voice she is reminded of that time and she's kind of chasing that feeling as much as she's chasing the voice up ahead all three of you can hear this this isn't just in penny's head uh awen and bertram you too can also hear just some tinkling high-pitched laughter and around the corner of a hedge you see a ghostly pale uh, foot and some dark hair kind of wisp around and the voice itself calls out to you penny zero come on see if you can catch me this time what do the three of you do so wait so we see a 
we see a, a sketchy foot. Is it like laying down or is it like a foot that's like standing up? It's like you just, it's kind of like when you're chasing someone and they round the corner uh, and uh-uh. all you can catch uh-uh. is a like glimpse in the, in the ghost of, movie, you just see uh-uh. the foot. No. Yeah, you just see them pass around that. And ahead of the two of you, you see Penny just booking it towards this. And it's, you, you can't quite get a read on what's going through her mind, like she, what she just told us, unless you want to try an insight check. Um, but she is going with purpose towards this voice and this figure that you saw up ahead. Yeah, Ber- I think Bertram would kind of stop. I mean, Bertram's already sketched out and not running towards these things that seem like apparent traps to him. So he'll, I think he would kind of stop, and if he's still holding hands with Fleance, would kind of like pull Fleance back and would stop and look down at him. Fleance, have you have you seen something like this in here? Is it, are, are there other people in here? Are are these traps? Just with big eyes, he looks up at you. You're you're the first real people that I've seen in here. I've I've seen monsters, and but anybody who looks like a person, they haven't been real. How do you know I'm real? Because you're actually treating me with, with kindness and when, when you actually made physical contact with me and he looks down at your, mm. your hands, you're not trying to hurt me. Do you, what do you, hmm, it feels weird asking a, a, a hurt young boy what we should do. So maybe I won't do that. Uh, the boy says that these are probably traps. What, what, are, we, what are we running towards here? What are we doing? I mean, this is my understanding is I failed a wisdom check. So I imagine someone just asked me a question. I assume Kate, that can't deter. It's going to take something more to deter me from pursuing this. Penny, you, yeah, you, you barely register. I'm Bertram's gone. Yeah, voice I'm still asking. You're, you're still booking. I'm just it. calling mm-hmm. after bet trying to catch up. Awen mm-hmm. knows that these are from the sisters. He's intrigued about the sisters. He's also ready to beat some ass with his giant snake. He, run, he just keeps running. Everything about that sentence. Everything about that entire sentence. Phrasing. He was intrigued about the sisters. Wanted to beat, the, wanted to beat their ass with that giant snake. I'm sorry. You guys. You guys. That wasn't me. Just <laughs> no, that wasn't. No, that wasn't you, Aaron. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it Let's just not start kept that. happening. It did. I'm it kept sorry. going. It kept building. What are we, a bunch of middle schoolers? Come on. Yes, absolutely. Please. I'm so sorry if I killed any momentum. It just really threw me. Please continue. Bertram, come on, man. Bring, bring, bring Flynance and let's go. Oh, just bring, bring the boy towards some most specters and creatures in here. Oh, all right. So are you, are you, are you writing? So if Penny's booking it and is a one like just writing in pursuit, like on the stage? Yeah. Yes. Adam, can you play Ghost Ride the Whip under this moment right now as he goes? (laughs) Just jump off. Yeah, I I think I'm bringing up the rear with with Fleance. We're just kind of, we're walking slowly and definitely trying to perceive traps. I'm not sure if something might jump out or something might come out of the, 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 the hedges for all I know. So I think I'm kind of walking with that kind of I don't know if you can out of action ready in action, but I'm just trying to like perceive something or being ready to like jump. Yeah, you can be ready for things. That's completely fine. Penny, you're the first to come into the new clearing. 
kind of the some of the branches you feel you barely register as well that they they move around you and a new opening emerges in the wall and you continue to follow this familiar figure through that and as it opens up you see on the opposite end of the clearing a this willowy tall girl with dark hair turns around and her her laughing eyes see you and they're just filled with joy um and she opens her arms. Zero, come on in for the hug. I think Penny would be hesitant still at this point. Um, Penny turns to Bat and she's like, how did you get, where did you, you disappeared, Bat. You were just gone. Is this where you've been? Where did you go? Zero, I'm always going to be with you. Like I promised you. I'm going to watch out for you. I know I was gone for a little bit, but I got out. I got away. And there's a chance that you and I can make a run for it. No more bad leadership. No more people that we don't have to worry about trusting them. We can finally make it on our own like we talked about. You got out. You got out? What? You left me behind? What? You left all of us behind. You left us all with him. How? Where did you go? She looks down at the at the ground and looks back up and just these haunting eyes start to just leak tears. I didn't leave you, Zero. I think you know that deep down. I was trying to protect you and the only way I could do that was saying yes to jobs that I didn't want him to give to you. But you already knew that, didn't you? Penny just immediately, like very silently starts crying, uh, feeling very confused and very conflicted um, because she knows that probably it was, there was something protective and feels really guilty about it, that someone else had to do this stuff that was meant for her, but also still so confused about how her leaving protected her. Uh, so she's just feeling really betrayed and then really vulnerable. I think if Bertram turns the corner and sees this while they're talking and this kind of emotional moments playing out, uh, I think I want to pick up a rock and throw it at this thing to see if it's like real or not. <laughs> okay. Because Fleance said that like we are the only things that like we're able to like have, have actual contact with him. So I'm wondering like if it's real and I throw something at it, at least it's not a knife. I'm just throwing like a rock. But, it, but if it goes through it, then at least I'll, I'll know it's not legit i guess it'll kind of break that mm-hmm. facade yeah why don't why don't you th- roll a dex check here just to make sure that your aim is true 11 yeah you you kind of chuck it and it soars over and you see it kind of go towards her right smack dab in the middle of her forehead and it connects. Oh. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, clumsy me. I'm sorry. What was your name? Bet, was it? Oh, that's a lovely name. Awen rides up on the snake, and the snake opens its mouth and just hisses so loud right in her face. And Awen says, who are you and what are you doing here? Why are you in this maze right now? You better give us some answers. 
we're going to bring the thunder. This WWE energy is really good. Yeah, it's like yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage listen, in here. Listen, brother. Hey, brother. Bow to your sensei. Bow to your sensei. You want a roundhouse kick to the face with these bad boys on? <laughs> Roll intimidation. Oh, hell yeah. I, I don't think I'm very intimidating, but I am on a big snake. Can I have advantage? You're on a big snake. I'll give you advantage on that. Heck yeah. It's a minus one. It's a five. Nope. And a six. <laughs> cool. Cool. The moment you said, brother, uh, you ruined it. Oh. This girl who you still have no idea who she is, kind of her eyes flick up towards you and you see they they narrow as if they're they're assessing you, but then they just focus back in on Penny again. And once again, she opens her arms. Zero, I don't know who these people are, but they don't know you like me. Damn it. I cast Detect Magic. Oh, okay. It's one of my yeah, spell slots I don't want to burn. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, this entire figure is just covered with the aura that you associate with enchantment. I would say Penny takes a tentative step forward, but isn't fully moving towards her. I think she's feeling very conflicted right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, oh gosh. Um, I want to think about how to resolve this with dice. It feels like Awen would, after the last encounter with a small rabbit that ended up being like insane and a lion that was like decently chill, now that he's seeing enchantment magic, he knows the three sisters are pretty much running this shit. Uh, he... <sighs> He's gonna he's gonna swing his, his his scimitar at this chick. Okay. And have the snake attack. As you're doing that, I'm just curious from a D perspective, if if Awen were to look at Bertram or Penelope or I guess Penelope can't do magic yet, but like as a if if you looked at a creature who's like who can cast magic, would I have what what is enchantment, I guess I'm wondering. Like, I have magical capabilities. Would I be giving off enchantment too? Or does that inherently mean that you're not real or something? You I know what I mean? Says, Good question. It says, uh, if you sense magic, uh, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet, any creature or object in the area that bears magic will have a faint aura around it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I could have an aura too. So it doesn't mean that they're real. They could just be able to. Right. They could just be able to but cast magic. You, Interesting. Yeah, but this is like a spell in motion. This is yeah. magic in action. Um, so I'm sure that gotcha. if if you know he were to cast this while you also were casting, then whatever spell you're casting, that aura would show off. But I see what you mean. I, I'm not sure that you, Bertram, just naturally would have an aura. That would. Are be you saying Bertram doesn't radiate like an aura, a beautiful aura? Mm-hmm. All right. Not just one. I don't think it would be one aura. No. Oh. Good call. It's All right, special. sorry. Joe was just curious about that. I was, uh, I was, mm-hmm. I was wondering that from like, just from like a, a game standpoint. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and roll an attack on that. Yes, for sure I will. Okay, Awen pulls out his Vorpal scimitar and rolls damage. That is 18 against AC. Yep, that'll hit. And that is... Eight slashing damage. Okay. Wait. 
Let's see here. Oh, okay. This weapon, if I roll a nat 20, I cut the head off of whoever I'm... Oh! Isn't that heading. cool? Yeah. It's so quite sick. the. Quite the... And it will go, go lumping back. I would say, while he's doing this, I think Penny would try to stop him. Maybe not, like, oh, fully... No. I don't think I, Penny Whoa. would fully like. You're about to get your head cut off. Anything, but I think try. I think Penny would just be like. I think Penny would turn and basically shout, "No, not yet!" And then would like immediately move over, trying to get in the way of some of the attack to try to deflect it. Oh, Here's no. how I would like to resolve this. Oh God! No. It's what would happen. No, that's real. The, I like it. You like attacked it. very quickly. Hell yeah. The two of you, the two of you are going <laughs> to have contested decks right now. Um, the one who wins uh, will have like the upper hand in it. So either one of you will block or the other one, you know, it will miss. So it, you're basically, Aaron, you're rolling a dex to see if you can swing out of the way. I rolled um, in that one. Okay. <laughs> I crit And miss. then Kimmy, you're going to roll to see if you're able to, to block. Uh, roll a dexterity. Mm-hmm. So we had a fail for Aaron. I have a nine. Okay. So both of you did. So here's what, both of you failed in this. So here's what's going to happen. Oh, God. Awen, you yeah. see this aura of enchantment. You are, in the back of your mind, you're, you're knowing that this is the same, this is associated with the same beings that are like clawing at your mind, that are just effing with you guys senselessly um but it doesn't seem that penny is catching on to that and so you're trying to put a stop to it and as you lift this vorpal scimitar and swing downwards your aim you can tell is already going to be true and do some bad damage you do not foresee that your very own teammate is going to rush in the way and you have milliseconds before you hear just the sickening thud of your own scimitar slashing into your teammate into penny and so penny you were the one that's going to take eight damage no oh awen awen screams penny what do what do penelope's what do penelope's puppies do (laughs) i forgot the dogs are here aren't they listen you attack their master yeah in fact, I kind of like that detail. Let me add a little bit more color to this scene. Thanks, yeah, the dogs immediately and seeing their their beloved master just harmed in such a way by the very same person who harmed them before. So they were already <laughs> wary of you. Immediately surround her and they're growling, oh, snipping shit. at you. Man, they <laughs> hate you so much. A, they hate you so much. Spot. <laughs> I I mean I'm. Penny's at my feet, right? Or did I crumple her enough, to the ground? <laughs> it would have been enough to... Well, the way that she's moving to to block, she's not going to be in the surest of footing. So if your scimitar connects like it did, it would knock her down. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I am scrambling. I, dro- I think I dropped my sword even. And I'm like, you know, trying to find out what happened. I'm like, Penny! No, Penny! Penny! Uh, yeah, I think Penny's on the ground in shock. I mean, she's not thinking super clearly. She's super confused. Um, I, I would say she wouldn't be super communicative in this moment. She's just really confused and dazed. 
And yeah, the, the figure of, of Eowyn is hovering over you, trying to undo the damage he's done in whatever way he can. But your eyes are unable to focus on him. It's, it's kind of like in the foreground, he's blurry, and all you can focus on behind him is that still lone standing figure of who we now know is Bet, uh, someone from your past. And feelings perhaps of confusion, of, of fear, of longing enter into your heart at this point. And she simply looks at you, and more tears start to flow down. You can't, you can't fight somebody else's fight again. You can't, can't work for somebody else again, Zero. We have to get away. Promise me you'll run with me this time. Promise me. And as she starts to repeat that promise me, her figure becomes fainter and fainter. And like this gust of sand whirls around her and it it disappears and it grows and then dissipates down into this smaller form. And you see this small child holding, if you look closely, it looks looks like a crown, a, a, a crown. And Penny, this child is you. Oh, okay. It looks just like you. Like zero? Like zero? Yeah, it looks like a young zero. Okay. It it looks like you, so young, so vulnerable. And then what starts to sprout up on on its skin is just blood blossoming in the same spots that the scimitar connected. Do I hear and see this happen? You're focusing a lot on Penny, but you do hear all of a sudden the sniffling and the crying of a child behind you. I holler at Bertram. Bertram, whatever the fuck's happening, it's not right. Let's go. (laughs) I told you that before you rode off on your snake to get here. (laughs) I mean, what, what do we, do we give her some of your teeth? Give her some of your teeth to heal her. Penny is just weeping and repeating it over and over. Why did you leave? So Penny's kind of inconsolable and not focused at the moment. Oh, wonderful. Um, shit. Is there anything I can do to, like... Is there anything you can roll to, like, calm someone down? You could slap her and say, calm down, woman, like you did in the That's first episode. such a great idea. That's Persuade. Persuasion. Bertram, is there, anything, is there anything that you might have that's special that allows you to help with situations like this? Ooh, that bootleg tea. Um. <laughs> well, what Listeners do you want me to do with see. a fucking flower right now? Like, it, there's like know. shit going down. This isn't tea time in Tinseltown. This is like shit going <laughs> down. Um, that doesn't stay in. I'm mad. Okay, so did this 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 because Bertram is about as far away as you can be with with Fleance, like on the other end. Like, I'm not too close to all this shit y'all are getting into. So this the that younger image of zero holding the crown bleeding is is that still standing or did it go away? It's still there. It's just kind of hovering near them, make just locking eyes with Penny. I don't like that. Is there another am I seeing any kind of like another exit to go through, or is it only the going back the way we came? Roll perception. Smart. Smarter than me. Natural 20. Ooh, 
the boy. most perceptive. <laughs> yes, you 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 see that an opening in the far corner has appeared, but the two compatriots of yours have not even noticed it. What you do also notice is, notice is that hovering in the air in that same doorway is materializing the flame-wreathed hand that seems to come out of nowhere holding that sand timer, and you see that the sand is now halfway through. I'm trying to, I'm, 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 uh, man, I'm wondering how I, because I, Bertram doesn't want to go near that, but the dogs are also surrounding her. So I'm kind of like, is there a way I could say that for the pups to like drag her away? They're not going to let Awen go grab her. They'll probably fucking attack Awen if he tries to even like reach for her. I'm like um, right next to her, I thought. Yeah, but the dogs are like in now in between you two because they just saw you slash her. They're surrounding her. And yeah. so they're growling at you. So I don't know how to get fucking Penelope uh, out of there. Oh, man. I don't think the dogs have an issue with you. You've never been mean to them. Yeah, but as I said, Bertram is not getting near that demon creature. Uh, this, this little freaky version of you. Awen looks up at the snake and tells it to constrict. It does that. What? It's it's going to constrict the child. Oh. Um, all right. That's a uh let's see. It okay, so the the kid, the whatever this is, needs to make a uh DC sixteen uh escape. Is it Dex? I don't know what it is. I think it's let's see. Gra uh so it's 13 to hit, I think? Yeah, that hits. Okay, so yeah, you do it that. is, um, and now it's going to take 18 bludgeoning damage. Okay. And the target is grappled, escape DC 16. So I think it's just a straight, I don't know um, what that would be. Yeah, I guess like strength maybe. Um, and it's yeah, gra grappling grappled until, strength. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So it can't move. When this happens, Penny, can you make a wisdom saving throw for me? Oh, I critted. Crit miss? Every time you say yeah. crit, I never know if it's good or bad. Yeah, same. Oh, it's bad. You crit missed. Okay, so you got so a one I on this. I, I forget that crit works for good, too. No, I, I crit missed. Yeah, and it's like as you're locking eyes with this younger version of you, and these feelings of despair wash over you, um, and you can't break away. It's like, you, you know, when you've, you're just staring at something, you, you just you can't get your eyes away from it. That's how you are with this child. And as the snake constricts around it, you too are going to take some damage. Okay, so you're going to feel um, almost like you're feeling what it feels. You have this connection to it. And so you too are going to take the 18 damage. All right, I now have 14 hit points, so Penny is Penny's not doing great. Yeah, you Penny right. definitely Bloody screams out, oh, like, like screams out in pain. Uh, so everyone is aware of what's happening. Okay, Bertram is going to point at Penelope from a safe distance, mind you, <laughs> and is going to cast message again. And I'm hoping that I can break through all the noise, and I can she can hear yes. me and hear my voice. Penelope, listen to my voice. Drown out everything else and look at me. Do I have to roll anything or like, does it work? 
I'm letting you take the reins in this. I, 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 this, this is a good role-playing moment. Do you look at me? I think Penny would, yeah. I think Penny, um, even with the issues everything had and the doubt she has, she trusts you both. So Penny, I, Penny looks up. You see me pointing towards that other exit that I found across the way in this room. I point to it. I say, stand up, grab your dogs, and you need to run. I don't know if I need to roll persuasion or if it's when it's another PC, if they just choose whether they want to do it or not. I think Penny would start getting up and would start moving, but I don't think she would run. I, I, think, I think there would be enough conflict where it would be a slow process, like a slower process for her, but I think she would try. I need to do my wild magic search. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Now it's one through nine. And that 20. So now it's one through 10. Man, I haven't oh had in the, this go off in a while. <laughs> really holding on here. Um, so, wait, wait, oh. so, so real quick, you just stand up, but you don't like move? I'm starting to move, but you said run. She's A, so wobbly. Like, I don't She's know if she slap. could run. So I think I'm like huddled over. I'm trying to stand up and I'm like falling slowly towards that exit. But I'm one not of the puppy, running. One of the doggos like immediately just like gets under you on one side and like is supporting you as mm-hmm. you're as you're trundling along. And, and you is hear Bert- that younger version of yourself um, start to cry even harder as if it's trying to get your attention. Um, but the more steps away you take from it, the more almost like dissonance you hear in the voice and the voice, um, breaks off and it sounds like there are three layers to it and not one. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I, Bertram is, 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 is running towards that, uh, kind of like picking up, almost p- putting, uh, Fleance on his shoulder so he can like run faster and it's like going towards that area and hoping that the others will like see to like get the fuck out of here. As the snake is constricting the child, the, you know, baby Penny, baby zero, he reaches out with his ringed hand and he says, sisters, I bind you. You stop this now. Okay. So as you roll that and you're trying to channel through that ring that's kind I'm of what you're do, focusing your exactly. your magic through right now i'm trying to pull them back like if i can have some okay. way to manipulate manipulate them out now i'm trying to like pull it back in Ooh, almost like when you're trying to pull venom out of a snake bite interesting <laughs> all right sorry please cut that noise out it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's bad love that you tried though love I that tried you tried, it. I tried, it. I tried, it. I tried it. As you do that, roll wisdom. Okay. Not a saving throw. Wisdom. Just wisdom. Straight okay. up wisdom. That is a four. You, you start to kind of feel the, the pull, feel the tug. Um, and this, this child stops crying. And it, it kind of morphs um, in front of you into a series of faces. Um, and it starts to dissipate a little bit um, as if it's being pulled in. And just as it reaches the tip of your ring, it blasts out into these three amorphous shapes um, that hover in the air once again. And laughter peels through the air. And Bertram and Penny, you can kind of hear this over your shoulder behind you as well. Um, but the, the voices cackle 
and uh, you hear them say, Double, double, toil and trouble, fire burning, cauldron, bubble. And they coalesce and, and wind down into a single form, and it materializes into a vampire. It materializes into that of Countess Mercedes. Eowyn, Eowyn, did you really think that you could be powerful enough to control something you don't even understand when you couldn't even control me? You think you can get in my head? I know it's you, sisters. I know, I know that, I know that vampire's long dead. Listen to me. Just because I don't understand it now doesn't mean that I can't understand it. I will understand it. Such longing. Such want that you have. Let's face it, Eowyn. This group that you're in, these people that you're with, it's not enough, is it? It was never enough. And her form once again just swirls in this sand and loops up and around and it comes and arcs down towards you, Bertram Penny, and swirls around you and you can hear laughter in it and it goes back up into the air and down again, exploding into the ground, mere feet in front of you, Awen, And it takes the shape of Archdruid Waldro Saffron. Oh, shit. Oh, man. man himself. Perhaps you couldn't escape the past, and one was dead, but I'm not. You're not real. You are not <laughs> real. Why am I not real, Awen? Haven't we talked about that? That which is in the mind is real as ever, even if it's not physical. I don't know how you know about him. How dare you take this shape? You think you know who I am, but you don't know anything about me. You don't know anything about what I've been through. How dare you? How fucking dare you take his, his form? And he falls down to his knees. He doesn't know. He's, he's, just, he's just wrecked. Mm-hmm. And you hear, yeah, you hear these footsteps come closer and, and just looming over you. And that three-in-one voice commingled with the voice that you recognize as Archdruid Waldo. Didn't I always say, the gods will not have their work made manifest by cowards. And right now, that's what I see. Fear is raging in your heart. Perhaps I can make that all go away, son. What do you have to offer me, you witch, you witches? Nothing. Well, it seems that you're uh, down on your luck. Don't have too much going on here. Also, those you work with, those two over there, aren't they expendable to you? Don't you want something that they can't offer you? Perhaps 
that which you wear on your finger, that you won't even give up to them. You won't even let them hold it for a second. I could give you the full power that's in that. Why don't you give them up? Why would you give the power to me? You don't even, you're probably not even free. You work for Macbeth. Lord Macbeth's dead. Lady Macbeth, we still have a use for her. Awen looks down at the ring and feels its power. Um, and then he thinks back to um, he thinks back to Frankenstein and the magic that he saw at Frankenstein's. And he then he thinks about Bertram and Penny and all the stories that he knows about them and all of the stories that he knows about himself about um, being abandoned as a child, uh, being given up to the Druid circle as a, as an offering being forced into the Druidic path. Um, he thinks through all of the pain of leaving that circle and he looks up. I never give up my friends for you. And he reaches out his hand and tries to suck them into the ring. Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears! Hey guys, it's me, Kate, your master teacher here at the break. And I'm here to say first, hey, hi, how are you? Thanks for listening. I'm so happy you're here. Uh, but I'm also here for a few announcements. Very first one, something we have been introducing and pushing to you, is the fact that we have a Patreon now. So if you go to the link in our description, you can click right there and come to our Patreon page. You can also just go to Patreon itself in search of Mice and Monsters. You will find us. But I wanted to give a special shout out to some of our new patrons, Carly Wheel and Mel B. Thank you guys. We're so happy to have you join us in our little crazy crew here. And you, listener, you could join along with them. Hear your name, your username that you choose to give us uh, with a little shout out on here. And there's some special opportunities. You can hear bonus contents. For example, after we finish with this session, we will stick around and we'll talk to one another and um, just hang out and go a little bit behind the scenes and just have some fun. You can also hear the full extent of our book report episodes, um, all the way up to the possibility of having some game nights with us. So come and join the fun going on at Patreon. I also, secondly on here, would love to invite you to rate and review us. So wherever you listen to your podcast, for example, on Apple Podcasts, you can go on there and real quick, less than a minute, uh, click on some stars for us and even type a few lines. And as always, I love to highlight some newer uh, comments that we have, some newer reviews so that I can highlight your words. So the very first one I'm going to read is from user named Flaming Murder Cupcake. And uh, the, the title is, uh, if you want mind shattering awesomeness, check this podcast out. And Flaming Murder Cupcake says, I found this amazing podcast. Thanks to my incredible husband. I was intrigued from the moment I heard the trailer, but even that doesn't do this amazing show justice. The characters are unique, endearing, funny, and the right amount of weird. The chemistry between players and the master teacher is amazing. And I am excited when a new episode comes out. 
I've binged this podcast over the course of one week in order to catch up. Whether you like books, D&D, or both, there's something in here for you. Thank you, Flaming Murder Cupcake, you sweet thing, you. And then uh, the second one I'm going to share with you, it comes from Sacred Beans. <laughs> the title of their, of their review is, I love this podcast, in all, uh, in all caps. And Sacred Bean says, a fantabulous adventure full of twists, pun 100% intended, turns and poop monsters. Oh, Mam Mam is a podcast that enticed me with Bertram's class, Penny's dignity, and Awen's gruffness. Oh, Mam Mam is a great podcast. Thank you for listening to my thesis statement. <laughs> awesome. Uh, thank you for that sacred beans and we invite you guys so leave us a review leave us a rating and you will hear my wonderful voice reading your words aloud for everybody else to enjoy so with that said i want to thank you again for listening and let's get back to the show shall we Awen, in your, your distress, in your mental anguish, you have decided to once again try to control this triune being in front of you. And so I'm going to have you make two rolls. One for, uh, to avoid damage to your mind, and the other one to successfully see this endeavor through. So first, uh, let's try to get these weird sisters uh, tampered down back into the ring. So let's roll, once again, wisdom. Okay. That is a 12. And now I'm going to have you roll a wisdom save to see if there's any potential damage in the process. That's a 23. Uh, So in this interaction, uh, you like bear down, You, you force just you clamp down on every ounce of mental reserve that you have in that moment. And as you clench down, just your, your fingers dig into your palm and to the point that, that a little bit of blood flows out and that blood drips through your knuckles and onto the ring. And the ring kind of glows very brightly, um, just incandescently. And in that moment, this figure reaching out towards you, this, this high elf druid, as it's reaching out towards you, mocking in its eyes, it dissipates. And just this swirl of sand sucks back into your ring. And the effort of this is such that you that headache that had been blossoming at the the base of your skull starts to stretch forward and you are going to take just half damage so in this case i'm going to give you four um psychic damage awesome oh i can feel it that that figure that was taking on the guise of archdruid waldo is gone i look down at my hand i look over at where I look towards where they were running, and I look over at my snake, um, and I jump on the snake, and I try to ride towards my friends. You do that. 
Yeah, I try and I try and stop like all of us as we kind of gather together, like just outside, like the entryway to the next door that, or whatever pathway we're gonna go down. How how are we all doing? Obviously not well. Uh, Penelope, you're bleeding profusely. What can we do about this? Awen, you're also bleeding. What what are we doing? We we are failing in this maze. Penny just, yeah, Penny is just quietly crying, just like really overwhelmed by everything that happened. Um, and I'm trying to decide. Penny is a, a, like frustrated with Awen at this point. I, she turns to him and just goes, you, you attacked immediately. You didn't ask questions. You didn't check how I was doing. You just attacked. Look what it caused. You just, it was power. It just keeps being about power. Listen here, she, Penny. We have fought so many people in this maze, and they will continue to come if we don't finish off the sisters. Awen holds his hand over the wound. He said, I'm so sorry that I cut you. And while he's, while he's like healing the wound, he looks over at Bertram, and then he looks back at Penny, and then he looks back, and he says, I never want to take you two for granted. I really appreciate what we've been through. In Penny's mind, the issue isn't resolved, but she feels... Oh, I, 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 have, I cannot come up with any of the right words tonight. It's so frustrating. She feels not satiated. Like She just feels like, all right, she could take a moment. Pacified pacified yeah she feels she feels seen so she just kind of with the other arm that isn't hurt she just sort of wipes out her eyes a little bit i think bertram is going to hunch down kind of crouch down like a father would to like a child or like like their like their son or daughter and i would crouch down in front of penelope trying to get like eyeliner or a little lower than her how you doing there, champ? You doing okay? Oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> Sorry, that just actually got me. That's really sweet. Um, Penny kind of just looks at the ground, really bashful. Like, just kind of, she's very embarrassed. That was not what she wanted to happen. That wasn't like a show of toughness that she usually likes to, that she likes to think that she portrays. So she just sort of looks to the ground, continues wiping her eyes, and she goes, I'm okay. That, that was hard. Um, and she doesn't really offer more, but she also, again, feels seen and, and appreciates it. I, I know I'm prone to put my foot in my mouth. And I'm going to try and speak delicately, as delicately as I can. This place attacks not just our bodies, but our minds. I also, I care about you both greatly. We need to be smarter about how we go through this maze. We can't try and befriend or trust every single thing that's thrown at us. This maze is a maze of lies. And we all need to smarten up. Can we all do that? It's hard. Sometimes you don't realize you have a weakness until it gets hurt. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. 
I feel that. Now, I am saying that as there's a pattern happening here, Penelope, Awen, you both have been attacked. I'm guessing that I might be next. So if I start doing something foolish, just talk to me as you normally do and belittle me or whatever else you might say. (laughs) But we all need to watch each other's backs and not try and go after our own desires or whims because we are putting each other in harm's in, in, in harm's way i mean there's a a boy here with us why is there a boy here this is madness you said your name was finance finance flash dance it's 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 fleance 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 sorry about that mm-hmm. it, we gotta remember we need to remember we're going number one bertram yes thousand percent we will belittle you. Do not worry. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. But we need to rem- we need we need to get out of this maze as fast as we can. I don't think there's going to be any of our friends here. Nobody's coming for us. We're going to just beat that ass all the way through the maze and get that page so our stories don't get rewritten. You just tried to attack that creature and it still hurts you i we're probably gonna get real hurt oh that's a reality okay true enough well what's our plan to get out of the maze not just to keep walking the path they want us to walk how can we be on the offensive and not the defensive the entire time I wish I knew. Fleance, do you, do you have any insight into what you've seen here? Anything? Have you continued to see this timer that's floating in the air? Do you have any indication? Uh, has your father, when your father was still around, did he tell you anything about what he knew here? Any insight would give us, in, in, the slightest bit would be the slightest more than we, than we have, which is none. This is when the player's like, we're stuck. <laughs> DM throws some bones. Uh, <laughs> it just sucks. I think as Ber- Bertram is just like seeing that like we are walking exactly where they want us to go. We are we have no way of attacking them. We have no upper hand. We are like boned in here. So mm-hmm. anything to play off of anything that maybe... Fleon saw that he didn't understand that might be a hint that leads to something. I think we're just trying to get anything from him. Yeah, he, he kind of squinches up his face like he's really concentrating in the way little kids do. And his eyes pop open. I, I remember I remember overhearing the lady when they were when they were talking about Installing this new security system, this this weird sisters. It's a it's not about necessarily getting stuck. It it's not about finding the right path. It's about lasting. I remember her saying that she didn't care if they got out or not. Because even if they did and they lasted the right amount of time, they'd be weakened. So I don't know, maybe, maybe there's something to do with, with this timer that we're seeing 
and he looks up in the air and he he tugs on on you bertram oh no and if you look up in the air you notice that more sand is is trickling away um and it's it's about a quarter full now i think i hold up my ring and i say i think i might have bought us a little bit of maybe not a little extra time but maybe might have greased the wheels a little bit why don't we just run it sounds like we might just need to take our licks and hope that we either don't die or don't go crazy. I'm stronger than them. Awen, could you tell when you were trying to attack them with the power from that ring, did you, did you inflict any kind of damage? I think, I think I might have trapped them inside of the ring. Aaron, why don't you roll Arcana? Since we're dealing with something, a magic item that you don't fully understand the capabilities of, and you're, you know, you're, you're slowly learning more of the facets behind it, yep. uh, it would be only right that you, you would have an educated guess as to what you're learning. That's an 18. You did notice that what has changed in the different times you've tried to use this ring was the anguish that you experienced while casting through it. Um, and something flashes in your mind, that image of your own blood covering it. So you said that like, that I don't feel that sense of anguish. I'm sorry. Yeah. So you have tried to control them with this ring. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Times before. Um, and the very first time that you did was at Gatsby's mansion um, when this ring was already covered in Macbeth's blood. And then you tried again in the first time you entered into the hedge, and it was very weak. And again, and it was only that last time when you were under mental anguish and your own blood was once again shed on it that you noticed a difference in how effective it was. There's some kind of blood magic going on here. I don't know how it's related to that pen or any of this, but I think I might have. I don't know if I, I don't know if I stopped them, but I think I might have held them back a little bit. I think we can move forward cautiously. Uh, can you remind me, Kate, how tall are these uh, walls? Uh, I, I describe them as about. To you, it looks about 15 feet high. 12, 15 feet. Okay, if you'll allow me, I want to do something (laughs) that might be super stupid in a waste waste of a spell. Um, I think, okay, so what I'm wanting to do is I'm wanting to, (laughs) I'm wanting to misty step 30 feet into the air Knowing that I'm going to come crashing down, but I'm hoping that I can maybe for a a fraction of a second get some kind of like indication of the maze and maybe try and spot like a way out or try and spot like some indication of like where to go. I'm just hoping that if I can have a bird's eye view for even a second before I fall down, that I can kind of I can glean where to go. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if that's worth it, but again, I think Bertram's so desperate to not just walk blindly into something that's going to beat him up. I think he's trying to regain some kind of control or some information that, I don't know, so we're not just like walking into something all the time. So yeah, I'm just going to, I'm just going to cast Misty Step. And what I'm hoping to do is maybe like kind of like land on the edge of a shrub, not to like cheat and like fall over to an area I'm not supposed to go, but more maybe if I hit some of that on the way down, it might break my fall a little bit as opposed to 30 feet, just straight up dropping onto like ground. Yeah. That's an I, just an idea. Do it. Okay. So I do that. Yeah. I misty step. I poof and I'm 30 feet sky high into the air. In that moment. (laughs) In that moment. Am I seeing anything? Go ahead ahead and roll perception with advantage. Okay. You better roll a damn good. I know I got 20 earlier. This magic moment. Yikes. Okay. That was uh that was an eight. And that was a nine. Okay. You go up and you're immediately like, wow, I thought I was tall before. And this, <laughs> this height, this is my pinnacle. If only I, I saved was... that potion of giant, whatever, giant Bertram in here, <laughs> those shrubs would be coming up to like my waist. I know, but you, yeah, at first you're kind of like filled with this, like, oh, this is the life. Like, this is amazing. And then it's almost like you forget to look around and you're like, just as you reach the apex of the height and you feel the gravity set in. And that that just millisecond before you descend back down, you're like, oh, oh, yeah. And you look around and you're able to see that the opening in the hedge that you're right next to around the corner, there's a three pronged option, kind of just like three avenues. And you see two of the three have this fog over it, just this like sickly dark fog over it. And one is leading into a clearing that's headed towards what looks like could be an outer edge. And then you start to come (laughs) crashing back down. But as you're coming back down, as gravity takes hold, roll for that magic surge, mon frere. All right, one through 10 now. All right, seven. Let's do this thing. Yay! Finally. I would love the idea of this like while you're in midair. Yes, just... <laughs> finally. Sweet release. Uh, okay, I got... Uh... Oh, dang. I was one away from casting fly on a random creature. That would have been sweet. I would have cast <laughs> it on myself. Uh, 86. You cast mirror image. Ooh. Okay. Three Bertrams for the price of one. That's right. A spell that I already have. So that's cool that I do it, I guess, just for, for free. free. Yeah, so three uh, duplicates <laughs> yeah. of myself appear yeah. in the space. So four Bertrams are about to come crashing down yeah. to the ground. Yeah. Awen uh, and Penny, as you see Bertram just like blink up and kind of go wee and then look around and then start to crash back down. You see this this surge of magic like convulse through him, and he blurs, and all of a sudden, three more Bertrams uh, appear in midair, and four, therefore, four Iron Boys start to crash down onto oh, the ground, 
And yes, so uh, we're going to have to do some falling damage here, Bertram. Uh, so you are 30 feet up, so we're going to do a roll a 3d6 damage. <laughs> All right. This is one of our better ideas. Three. Oh, are you rolling? For sure. Three. Six. Fuck. Okay, that was 12 damage. 12 bludgeoning damage. Worth worth it. Also, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure as soon as all four of us smack the ground, the three of them poof away. So instantly you just see me again. So that was a waste. Was, I, if they take any damage, I think yeah. that they poof. Yeah. I was going to say, could they circle you like little like Tweety Birds around your head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Consciousness? Yes. Yeah, little just, They turn little. <laughs> they go, well, I hope that wasn't the dumbest thing ever. I'm just trying to fucking think of something to do besides like, all right, let's go walk in this next room and get beaten up again. I, I relay that information after I, once I come to. Did I, did I not get to break any of my fall while landing on the bush? So, so expertly trying to land on the bush to break my fall <laughs> a little bit? <laughs> no. Right. It, was a, it was a good go, but no. even just, it got too crowded there for a moment. The, the other three. Uh, in fact, one of the th- other three mirror images of you is the one that hits the softer landing. But then as soon as he bounces and hits the ground, then he poofs out of existence as well. Bertram, did you see any, any ways out? So I saw, oh, sorry, thanks for breaking my fall, by the way. Uh, it looks <laughs> like uh, around the corner here, there's, like this, there's these three paths we could walk down that diverge. And two of them have this dark, mysterious fog over it. And then the other one... Fog means good, right? Fog is good? I I don't know. You know what? In here, it might, where it seems like opposites seem to be, you know, good is bad, bad is good. But then the other one, the third one, it leads to what looks like a clearing to the outer edge. But I don't know. I think we might have caught him up in this ring. Why don't we go for the clearing? All right. Penelope, what say you? I don't trust my instincts. I trust you guys. Let's go. She grabs Fleance's hand and they head out. I hop on my serpent and I follow Bertram. I'm leading? <laughs> You're the one who was up in the air all crazy. Didn't You're know the one you who saw the that, clearing. Bertram. All Didn't right. know you could all right. flop around in the air. Yeah, I have like my weapons at the ready and I'm just, again going so slow i'm not booking it around any corners i'm like peeking my eyes around it and then yeah slowly kind of moving around uh going around the um the corner okay are you are you in the or who's gonna be i'm in the lead i believe with the snake behind me and penny and fleance bringing up rear okay you you peek around and you see just this side clearing as well, just neatly manicured lawn, uh, these bushes that extend all the way up. And just over that, you see the villa and the second floor of the villa mansion overlooking this. And it, it seems just within reach, just on the other side of the hedge. And Still, the windows in this villa and the second floor, they are darkened. And you see that single candle still wandering from window to window. And for a second there, for a second there, Bertram, roll a wisdom saving throw for me. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Here we go. I need to be butting somewhere. 
Butling. Wisdom? Oh, shoot. Oh, a nat 20. Ooh! Yes, you, you see as, as the candle passes by one of the nearer windows and that differentiated light starts to reflect out, you see for a quick second an image that looks like it, it, it looks like a face looking out. It looks it just looking down at you very quickly, but then it's gone. But that face stays with you because it's a face you have not seen for years and years and years, Bertram. It's a face that you used to see with looking at you with disdain and a curled lip and just dis, just eyes of hatred. In the, wind, in the window? Never want to see again. In the window? Mm-hmm. Just a quick flash of it in the window. But in your mind, you know, this can't be real. This just, it can't be real. And as panic starts to set in at seeing that face, your mind writes itself, and you are back in the present, and the anxiety dissipates away, and reality sets in. <sighs> Oh, uh, Fleance, uh, come here a second. Yeah? Up there, do you see, can you see that, that light moving up in the villa? And he kind of shrinks back. Yeah? Do you know who that is? I thought I saw, but it, could, it, it couldn't be. That's, and he, he, he leans in, even though there's no reason for him to, but you just see the trepidation in his face. That's Lady, Lady Macbeth. That's Lady. She doesn't sleep anymore. Hmm. She doesn't sleep anymore. No, she hasn't been right. Do you, do you know what that's about? No, kind of started around the same time they installed. And he looks around. All of this. The time they also started working with that spotted hand. Hmm. So she just walks the halls by herself? Is she un- unguarded? I, I wouldn't exactly say walk. More like floats. F- floats? Mm-hmm. Spooky. Ooh. Wait, what? Don't like that. What do you mean floats? What? what? That, that, I mean, she, 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 can, she, can, she can float. It's just something she can do, but especially when she's agitated or, or sleepwalking or sleep floating, as I used to say. But Daddy didn't want me going around on the second floor at night. She's, what do you call them? What Spooky. are they? Ghost? Well, no, she she is she is pretty spooky, isn't she? No, she's um. Oh right, she's a genasi. Oh shit! Y'all know what a genasi is? Genasi? Can you? Uh, I mean, I know, but tell tell Penelope. She seems confused, Awen. <laughs> elemental, elemental genie halfling ish. It's like. It's like a half genie, half elemental genie, half something else. Yeah, she's like made of air. Like an air elemental had, you know, 
How do you wait? How do you fight air? That's a good question. Okay, good with to know. Fleance, you could have led with that, but thank you. Hmm. All right, an air genasi with a guilty conscience or bad dreams. All right. Well, it looks like we're close. I, Awen, did you want to walk down this third, this empty, uh, the, the path with no fog? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll walk forward. And uh, I walk down the path towards the, okay. towards the, the villa. Yeah, you do that. And stealthily. I do it stealthily. You stealthily. Oh, okay. Then, then roll for stealth. What about your snake? If you're your saying you're using stealth. stealth. That's right. <laughs> my, my snake is super stealthy. He doesn't have any Yeah, legs. you... <laughs> so could you roll stealth for your snake and then roll stealth for you riding on the snake to make sure you're like, you know. Yeah. yeah no for shenanigans. Sure. For sure. <laughs> stealth is a... What is stealth? The snake's really stealthy, but you're on that thing, like, like riding it, and <laughs> your all your stuff is sloshing everywhere. It's Dex, right? Dex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Hang on a sec. Let's see. Eighteen for the snake. Nice. And That'll do for me. Yeah, the 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 snake is slithering along, making little to no sounds. The natural predator it is. Right. And you're you're marveling at this, but your mind is also just like somewhere behind you, still reliving that scene, still decompressing after that. Um, and you kind of lift your your ring hand again to look at the the blood in it and and the slowly like dying embers of this that come back to life and then die out and come back to life almost like a beating heart. Um, and as you lift that hand, your sleeve snags on a bunch of leaves next to you in that pathway um, and a bunch of crackling happens and you hear this snarl immediately on the other side of the hedge and bursting forth through the hedge you see this enraged bugbear. Roll for initiative, my friends. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Please try to get some sleep tonight. I've been trying to sleep all week. Nothing helps. You could try Sleep Sound. No thanks. You've had enough nightmares for the both of us. Let me go! Come on. The medication has nothing to do with that. I haven't had a bad dream in ages. (laughs) Ever since your highly problematic affair in Idaho? Stop. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Well, you still haven't told me who you're bringing to graduation. Oh. Your heart is racing. How can you tell? You're lying on top of me. What if I don't want anyone else to know yet? And it wasn't a bad dream? I don't know. Christopher. You know. Can't you appreciate that I'm trying to help you here? 
for the pills, Lils. Dreamers, Season 2 by Broken Crown Productions. Tune in weekly wherever you listen to podcasts. 